Welcome to the Pool Chasers podcast, and you know what time it is. It is time for Pool Pro Magazine. We have Megan Kendrick in the house. How's it going, Megan? Oh, man, it's going good. We're recording on a Saturday, which is a little different for me. So I um, I went to my daughter's very first basketball game this morning. So that was really, that was really fun. I mean, she's seven and pretty awful, but that's to be expected when you're seven, right? <laughs> Does she listen to the podcast? Definitely not. But my husband does, so he'll get a kick out of that because uh, whenever we go to practice, one of us will come home and just be like, oh, I don't know, man. It's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You'll get better. That's she play? She played, right? She, yeah, she played. Man, she she hustled. They had a double header, and she stuck with it the whole game up and down that court. So she got a lot of good exercise in, if nothing else. So I'm super excited on this episode because we're going to be talking about the January, February 2023 Pool Pro Magazine issue. And it's just phenomenal. And I love all the stories inside of it, including, you know, the focus on pool plaster. So maybe you could just talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I have always felt like the plaster side of the industry has been kind of underrepresented, at least as far as, you know, coverage. Um, people writing about it, people covering it, um, just even other parts of the industry talking about it. And so I usually go to the National Plasters Council conference every year that I can. And I, I'm i pretty sure I've said this on the podcast before, but it is where I think I've learned the most about correctly building a pool. And um, it's just really, it's just a really great group. And Again, it's it's fascinating and it's where I learn the most. And so they have their conference in February. And so I was like, you know, we're going to do a plaster issue and we're going to take it to that conference. We're going to give these guys some love because they um, sort of like the service industry. The plasters are kind of the last ones to touch a pool build and often get blamed for things that aren't actually their fault, <laughs> like service companies. Um, so it's I don't know. It's just a side of the industry that I think is interesting. And I was really excited to put together a whole issue basically devoted to that that part of our industry. I love it. So before we go any further, how can people get the magazine? Um, you talked about this in the magazine where you're, you have a campaign in order to get you know more people's information and also just learn more about what they do and what take they have on the business. Because at the end of the day, you got to do your job, which is writing articles and structuring all of this, which is not easy. So I'm sure you rely heavily on the people in the field, you know, getting you, you know, these stories. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not out there servicing pools every day. And so you guys are going to see things and know things happening in the industry, you know, a lot of times before I will. Um, and so we really depend on that feedback and we really depend on that um, communication with our readers to kind of know what's what's going on out there. But yes, you so you can always pick up Pool Pro for free at um, SCP and Superior Pool Products across the country. But we have started a new subscription campaign. And so if you go to poolpromag.com slash subscribe, uh, we just need your information kind of about what you do in the industry, the mailing address you want the magazine to go to, and we will send you one for free. Yeah, just social security, birth certificate, yeah. firstborn, all that good stuff. No, no big deal. We just want to know everything, everything there is to know about you. Um, <laughs> Comes with a passport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, and you know, it's great though because that information, obviously, I mean, you know, from doing the podcast, it's good to know, have a really good idea of who your audience is. Um, I feel like I know our audience very well, but having kind of the statistics to back it up is great. And so that's really what we're going for. And also, you know, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I look, I pull up our subscriber list to say, to find people to talk to in the magazine too. I mean, I mean, those are the people I know are reading the magazine and are engaged and know who we are and have more of a vested interest in in talking to us. So <laughs> that happens quite a bit where I, I pull up that subscriber list and I'm like, hmm, who haven't we talked to on here that would be interesting to to call up? Yeah, that's good. And can you get information from people if they're going to be in Atlantic City? Um, like we talked about trying to get this episode out while the Atlantic City uh, you know, uh, pool show is going on. Yeah. So if people want to stop by the booth and you know either update their information or give you um, new address, whatever it may be, can they do that there? Yeah, absolutely. If you come by our booth, we will have QR code ready to go. And you can just scan that QR code, enter all the information as you're standing there and chatting with us. So making it really easy for people to do this. Um, and yes, please come by our booth. So I think we're in the way back corner. So you're going to have to make it all the way through the show. Maybe start in that back corner. That's a great, I think that's a great idea. Just, yeah, come say hi. It'll be me and the other Megan in the booth this uh, for this show. And yeah, I'm excited to head back to Atlantic City and see everybody. That's always such a great, such a great show. It really is. So let's talk about uh, sort of the the main story of the magazine and the gentleman that's on the cover. I mean, this dude looks yoked. I mean, he's older, but I didn't see anywhere where he talked about him lifting weights because he, he looks like he's got... Uh, you know, I'm not going to call him old man, but like that old man strength that could no, just strangle that, me like, to death. He's got that big barrel chest, you know, Look at like his just arms. Like, his arms yeah, are humongous. Man. Yeah, I know. Even we the crew behind him, I'm like, dude, no, what, I was going to say his whole team this? looks like that. Yeah, I feel like they must get together in the mornings and work out before they start the day because, yeah. like, that's not. <laughs> Some, they put in some work, I think. <laughs> they do everything by hand. They don't use wheelbarrows or dollies or anything. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they could if they wanted to, right? Yeah, definitely. John Temple, the owner of uh, Temple, they're a plastering company in Florida, and he's kind of a legend in the in the plaster industry. Um, he speaks at NPC all the time. Uh, he just really, really knows his stuff, and they plaster thousands and thousands of pools there in Florida and then all over the world. They, they, uh, he goes around and, um, consults on different jobs and trains people and all kinds of things. And just like one of those people who is so generous with their, with their time and knowledge. Um, and so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to put him on the cover. Like, first of all, like, let's have a plaster OG, you know, just right, right up there, the guy that everybody knows in the industry. Well, not there's, there's a few of them, but you know, it's like, let's get, let's get someone on here who's pretty solid for our first, our first plaster issue. And then also someone who is so focused on giving back to the industry um, and just so really open to helping people and to sharing that knowledge from doing, from plastering thousands and thousands and thousands of pools. Yeah. I read in there was like, 65,000 pools, 22 countries over the span of 20, 23 years or something like that. And I'm just See, like, you remember the numbers better than I do. Cause I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't pull those out. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, uh, 
was memorizing some stuff on on the way over here, even though I, I read it prior. But I geek out on that stuff. I, I really do. And what I also thought was inspiring, given this is kind of trade show season, is that he met one of his mentors uh, early on in his career at a trade show. And he was just saying it was somebody that he respected and it was somebody that was uh, well-respected in the industry. But they connected at a pool show and that's where um, they kind of just, you know, he just took it more serious. And uh, I just thought it was cool. I know um, it's it's something that I'm constantly working on is trying to go to a pool show and not uh, be such a sort of shy introvert because I yeah. think it's so critical to be there and not be afraid to, to network. You know, if you see somebody... Um, they have plaster, you know, they usually have the name of their company on their shirt mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about them or you think you might know them from social media or whatever it may be, like, don't be afraid to connect with those people. I mean, that's kind of half of why you are there, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm, I'm like you, I, I, that's not natural for me to do that kind of, to like talk to a stranger. <laughs> That, you know, it helps being, helps having a booth because, you know, you're there to talk to people. And so it's not awkward if you just start, you know, saying hi and asking strangers random questions. <laughs> but you put me in like, an, you put me in a networking event or party and I don't know what I'm doing with myself. So, but it is so important. And, you know, Randy Dukes is the guy that he, he hooked up with um, at that trade show. And it's really funny because... At the last NPC, I was at one of those networking events, not knowing what to do with myself. And, you know, who should take me under their wing? Not Randy Dukes, but his wife. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And another, like, wonderful person in the industry who is an icon when it comes to when it comes to the plaster side of, of the pool industry. Yeah. And I don't know everything about plaster, but I do know that is one of those things that can make or break a pool. There's a ton of preparation even, mm -hmm. you know, prior to starting the plastering. Um, and even afterwards, you know, you can do everything flawless and then the startup, startup. goes bad. But yeah. I, I love that you covered this because it's definitely one of those things that I feel like I hear a lot more technical plaster uh, talk, whether it be podcast or um, from the NPC, different things like that, because, you know, people usually know a little bit about that. But, you know, this was just kind of a, a cool sort of story about how he got started. Throughout the magazine, you know, we talk about we talk about John and his company as kind of like the main the main thing. But throughout the whole issue, we kind of talk about all aspects of of plaster. So um, we talk about, you know, how you plaster those giant commercial pools, which I think is a fascinating process to watch, to get, see those guys out there and just like working like a machine. It's, it's so fascinating. And I, and then we, of course we cover the startup, which we've talked about in the magazine. This, you know, this is not the first time or the last time, but it's such a critical aspect in all of this that you kind of can't have a plaster issue without covering, covering startup because it's just so obviously so, so critical. Yeah. Tons of good information. There's a lot about plaster uh, in this magazine. So if you haven't already seen it, definitely go check it out. Yeah. Um, and come so, to the NPC show with me in, in February. It's at, it's on Coronado. It'll be beautiful. Like, is it really? Just, yes. 
I can do that. I yeah, can do Coronado. I think, you, I think you should. I think you should come and hang out. These are true tradesmen and women who are out there doing this. And I love going and listening to them talk because they'll look at a pool and they can say, well, they weren't they weren't using the right trowel size and they weren't using the trowel at the right angle and they did this too fast. And it's just, it's so interesting all like how down to the nitty gritty they can get that I would have never understood if I hadn't gone and spent some time with them. Yeah, it's really like a handmade product, you know. Absolutely. It's, it's beautiful. So, Bespoke. what are <laughs> yeah. What are some of the other things in the magazines outside of plaster? What other stories did you cover? So, we talked about the NPC show and we talk about the Atlantic City Pool and Spa show. Those take up a lot of space uh in the magazine and we try to kind of distill it down to the events and um seminars that we think our audience would be interested in, that we think pool service companies would be interested in. So we kind of cut out the stuff that doesn't pertain to you um, and put in the things that mostly would fit in with um, with what our, our people are looking for. Um, we covered the... Uh, Covered the Pool Nation Awards, which was a really fun event in Las Vegas. Covered all of the winners for from that big event, which was, uh, which was a fun thing to attend and um, fun to give those people some more, uh, some more space, some more kudos for what they did. But we yeah, also that was that was uh, you know give it up to them. I mean that they put on an incredible event. Everything that they're doing, I'm super stoked and proud of everything that they're doing. Um, I would have went to the awards, but um, I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I didn't, you know, bring a suit or anything like that. And I totally I respect you gotta, that. You got to plan ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see all the photos in the magazine and, you know, you can listen to their podcasts and, you know, they're all dressed to the nines. And mm-hmm. I think that is something very special to the pool industry is that, you know, we all get banged up working in the field and, um I think it's nice to kind of collectively come together and, you know, you earn an award, you pass out awards and you're dressed for the occasion. I think it's really cool. Hopefully um, that just keeps on uh, going on and evolves over time. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that, um, you know, the the service side of the industry doesn't always get the the respect that it deserves. Right. And so, you know, we think that the service side of the industry uh, deserves a glossy magazine where they are represented on the cover of each issue, right? And it's the same thing, I think, with the awards. It's like, you know, yeah, these guys are out there every day working hard, but you deserve to, you know, get spiffed up and and be rewarded and recognized for, for some of that hard work. So it's really, yeah, it's it's, it's really a heartwarming thing to to go to. And I saw that you had some other different things going on. I didn't read all of the article, but I saw you had um, a man, Dave Van Brunt in there is Oh yeah, you know, you, one someone, of the, someone you know, right? Yeah. It's I yeah. mean, how I can't believe it's taken us this long to profile him just because like again, such Is it the a, first time? He has been in the magazine. You've been sleeping before. on David Van Brunt? No. I mean it's <laughs> like I know him. I have his book on my bookshelf, like <laughs> You don't know, reach out to him. He he's a busy man. Oh, this is very, very, very true. Um, but yeah, so I, I can't believe it's taken us this long to to profile him. We've had him in the magazine before, but yeah, that was really fun. Um and yeah, just another like unsung hero of the industry, right? He really is. 
we also, in this issue, we started a series um, with, it's actually, he's my business coach. <laughs> and I, I love him so much. Um, he has worked with a lot of different contractors. Um, he's worked with a lot of different pool people here in the Oklahoma City area. Um, just like, just a, really knows his stuff, has been in and out of all kinds of businesses. And so he's running a series this year about knowing your numbers, which um, is, again, an aspect that we don't always talk about as much as we should, right? We cover a lot of the technical things. We've got, a, there's a lot of technical training out there. Um, there's not a lot of, of people or places you can go to say, how do I understand my PNL and what do I do with this thing? Um, and so that is what this is going to cover. He and I are actually going to put together some podcast episodes for it on the Spa Retailer podcast. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about that kind of stuff, you could just you could hop over to hop over to the hot tub side of the industry for a little bit and, and listen to him and I speak. But um, he is someone that I highly respect. Um, I credit him with so much. I credit him with my sanity, honestly. <laughs> Um, sometimes I think he's more of a psychologist and a counselor than a than a business coach, but it's um, it's he's just a really a really great person and really knows his stuff. I think something that doesn't get talked about enough when it comes to you know, knowing your numbers and uh, everything business is kind of the mental and discipline aspect of it is because there's just things in life that are going to happen and they happen to everybody and it's really about the ones that make it are the ones that uh, can go through all types of different adversity, things with your family, things with your team. You got to move out of your building, uh, whatever it is. Um, the ones that get ahead are the ones that you know make decisions fast, and they get better at making decisions as time goes on. I'm working with Justin Bowie here of J Max. I mean watching the way that uh, he takes on problems all the time. It's just, it's phenomenal. And you can see that in a lot of great leaders mm -hmm. that they just, they have that discipline and they just, they just keep on going. So I'm really excited to, to listen to that. That's on the Spa Retailer podcast. The Spa Retailer podcast. Yeah. So we have a sister magazine called Spa Retailer that is for hot tub retail stores and retail store owners. So a little bit, we kind of cover the industry in two different, two different spheres. Yeah. And I would suggest to everybody to uh, listen to both, read both, because being on the pool service side, I wish that is something that um, we would have taken more serious. Just talking to, you know, more homeowners, pool owners, and dude, so many people are asking about hot tubs. And if you're a pool professional, and you can be that person. I mean, there's a lot of money just in you making that sale of a hot yeah. tub. And, you know, you're doing filter cleans like once a month. There's all the different maintenance aspects of it. So I definitely think that um, that's something to look into um, on the spa side yeah, for sure. Don't don't turn your nose up at the hot tub industry. There's a lot of money. <laughs> And all the money uh, rolling around on that side of the business. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because on the hot tub side, um, you know, obviously there's a boom for everybody over the last couple of years from the pandemic. But on the hot tub side, it's really swim spas that continue to have like double digit growth over spas. And uh, and that's what a lot of people are getting them for. Right. Is they're they're a pool replacement. They don't want to go through the time or hassle or expense of building a pool. And for um you know, 
less money. You can have a, a swim spa, get a big enough body of water to be able to use in a lot of the same ways. And so, yeah, I think that it's definitely something that the pool industry shouldn't ignore because those um, swim spas and those kind of like prefab plunge pools, those kinds of things are are definitely something that consumers are paying a lot more attention to. Yeah, there's something about a spa, the way, you know, people are getting into the cold plunges and all these different things, you know, they they help people cope with, you know, all the, the craziness in the world. And I think when you present that to people, you know, they'll jump all jump all over that. And there's probably pretty seamless uh, financing for those things I'm I'm imagining too, right? I would imagine it's a pretty simple process compared to trying to get, you know, construction yeah. loans for pools and permits and all of that kind of stuff. You don't necessarily, depending on where you are, you don't necessarily have to d- go through that process, you know, when you're when you're dealing with a hot tub or a swim spa. Sometimes you do, depending on where you're at. So we will uh, wrap this up here pretty soon, but I just thought of something. Um, is there anything... Is there any type of story that you're looking for for the upcoming future? Um, any, you know, phase or part of the industry? Like if somebody's listening and they do, you know, plumbing, electrical service, uh, only repairs, only automation, above ground pools. I mean, is there something specific that you kind of have your eye on? And, you know, if anybody does it well, they should reach out. Yeah, absolutely. A couple of things that we're looking at. Um, coming up here is we are doing some stories on the commercial side of the pool industry. There's some people who do residential and commercial. A lot of people only do commercial. For some reason, the commercial side of the industry has been kind of hard to cover. I think because it's the, it entails so many different aspects and it could be like a HOA pool to a, you know, water park. So yeah, if you have a lot to say about the commercial side of, of servicing in the industry, dealing with HOAs, that kind of stuff, you know, send it, send it our way for sure. Um, and then coming up too, we're looking at featuring women in the pool industry, pool service industry again, because that was so much fun. I loved it. It was one of our, um, like most talked about issues ever. So <laughs> we're definitely doing that again. So if you know a woman in the pool service industry, who either an owner or someone who's just working out there in the field, I mean, send them, send them our name. We are collecting names of people to talk to uh, coming up here really quick. And then- and Do you care the size of their no. business? And we've definitely had some, some one polars that we've featured on the, on the magazine before. And yeah, for sure. We do not, we do not uh, look down on that side of the industry. All are, all are welcome here at Pool Pro. Every, every <laughs> size, every size pool service company that there is. <laughs> Very um, good. I will say, so the one other thing that we've got coming up that we're working on is um, for our issue over the summer, we're kind of switching things up a little bit and we're really focusing on sort of um, the mental health aspect of working in the pool industry in the summer. Um, I think that the summer season I just it just takes a big toll on everybody, right? It takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on your relationships. Um, it's just a, it's just a tough. And so if you have found some interesting ways that you've learned to kind of make it through the summer with, um, your sanity and your relationships and your business still intact, I mean, I would love, I would love to hear it because it's, um, I don't think it's something we 
Oh, it's just not something we talk about. Thank you so much, Megan. Appreciate your time and being with me on this Saturday after your daughter's first basketball game. Um, everybody listening, go grab the latest January, February 2023 issue of Pool Pro Magazine. You can find it at SEP, uh, Superior, anywhere else. Uh, you can read all of our content online. And if you want it to come to your home or office, just go check out poolpromag.com slash subscribe. And don't forget to pop into the Pool Pro booth uh, right. in Atlantic City. And Spa Retailer will be there too as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we we split our booth. One side is Pool Pro. The other side is Spa Retailer. So, so yeah, if you want to get a copy of Spa Retailer, you can do that too. Very good. Thank you so much, Megan. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. You can find everything discussed in this episode and more in our show notes below or poolchasers2.0.com. This episode was produced by the amazing Kyle Ald. I'm Greg Viafania, and you've been listening to the Pool Chasers podcast.